Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Uh, it is, what, Monday, September 27th? So, you know, it's weird because I always look so forward to my birthday. But it's almost like a couple of days away from it, you're at the end of the month. So, yes, of course, it's been over 10 days. But you know what I mean? Like, it feels like my birthday was, like, not that long ago. And now we're already at the end of September. So, again, if you have goals, I hope you're pushing towards them and moving forward and um, being, being, you know, vigilant. I heard something yesterday that really resonated with me, and it's not because I have never heard it before. I've heard it before. It was, uh, you know, every day that you don't make a choice about something you say you are passionate about, you're making a choice. You know, inaction is also a choice. And of course, I've heard that before, but I was just, it just struck me differently yesterday because I had just been giving myself a lecture about not procrastinating. I am really one of the world's worst procrastinators. I'm very productive. I'm very busy. But if I can put something off, I will do it. I learn things as I need to learn them because at this age, my brain is like, we don't need that. You know what I mean? So like, I'll get a letter and it'll say, oh, something's due at the end of September. Well, I won't start thinking about it until now. And in my mind, I think of that as good scheduling or some sort of protective mechanism to keep my energy up. But in reality, it's just procrastination. I'm a procrastinator and I hate that about myself. Um, And I don't hate a lot of things about me. I love me, but I really don't like that trait. So yesterday I was really proud of myself. I I can think of two times where I could have procrastinated and I opted not to. So, you know, in her example, uh, she was saying, I mean, big, big things like, you know, every time you go to a job you can't stand and you don't make a different choice, that's a choice. You know, every time you stay in a relationship that's killing you or smothering you and you just pretend like it's fine, that's a choice. Every time you... Uh, Don't try to make changes with your finances and complain about being broke all the time. That's a choice. Anything you put up with um, and never take action on is a choice. And, you know, that's part of, you know, my thing where she says it more nicely than I do. But, you know, people are completely full of shit and I can be full of shit at times, too, which is partly why I didn't like Gary Vaynerchuk at first, which is he's the reason why we have an anchor podcast. Um because he used to just blast entrepreneurs, people who, you know, you call yourself an entrepreneur, but you're not really doing anything. You call yourself an entrepreneur, but you watch five, six, seven, eight hours of TV every day. You call yourself an entrepreneur, but you play your video games all weekend. And I wasn't doing those things, but I definitely was, uh, I felt called out because I wanted to run a business more effectively and I just wasn't making moves. And, you know, I don't believe in grinding yourself to, to dust but you have to work. You have to get things done and you have to be really, really efficient with your time. And a lot of people aren't, you know. So you have to be a great time manager. You have to be a great project manager um, to get all the things you want done, done in a day. You know, and as I'm managing another grown person's life, I see the challenges in that. Like, my management style works for me. It does not work for me and other people. 
You know, I have to, when if I have to manage another person's life, I have to stop procrastinating. I have to be more on the details. And it's challenging. And so this is sort of a motivational speech because I know that some of my listeners have issues and concerns that, and things they wish were different. Um, and I get you on that. I really, I agree. I, I want you to want the best for yourself. I want you to have the best. But at the same time, you got to make really solid decisions all the time. And we make them whether we think about what we're thinking or not. You know what I mean? We make these little choices. When you decide to go left instead of right, you know, that's a choice. We make choices all day long. And that's part of what I think that's part of why people are struggling with accountability these days, because no one wants to, you know, say, well, gosh, I made such a terrible choice. And it was all my fault for picking this horrible partner that I knew was bad for me from the beginning or marrying someone I knew was selfish or eating cake when I said I wanted to lose 10 pounds or not running when I know running is the thing that gives me peace and comfort. And I just decided to stop doing it. You know what I mean? Like these things that we choose sometimes by not choosing, you know, I think that could really make a huge difference in someone else's life because it really resonated with me and um, I make a lot of choices and I feel very productive I just know that I'm a procrastinator and it's just the worst trait that I have and I can't stand it I feel like in ways I've even procrastinated my success or my wealth or my happiness you know like oh I'll just do it later oh in the future and I remember in my 20s thinking when are you going to stop thinking about everything has to be done in the future and this has been a 20 25 year journey for me to like wrestle uh <laughs> wrestle joy into my present day instead of thinking oh it'll just happen in the future you know I don't know I I know I'm not the only person like that so just stay engaged in your life make choices make moves it's important. It really is. It really does matter. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, I tried to watch uh, scenes from a marriage. I never saw the original. I was a kid when that came out and, you know, I've heard about the impact of it, but I never watched it. I tried to watch the HBO one because I love Jessica Chastain. I think she's such a good actor. She, she's a person who, who can wear her emotions on her face in a good way. You know, she can do very subtle things and you, you can tell she's feeling something and she leaves a little mystery with her, with her characters. You know, it's, it's her eyes. She says a lot with her eyes, uh, sort of like Rachel McAdams. But anyway, ooh, and Viola Davis. Viola Davis can do really great things with her eyes. All my favorite actors can. Viola, Je- uh, Jessica Chastain, Rachel McAdams, uh, my favorite Regina King. Meryl Streep, you know. So anyway, I digress. I just love that. good actors. I just love them. So um, anyway, I try to watch it because I really am a fan of hers. But dude, it was boring. I don't know. Is it just me? I, it reminded me of a play, which is fine, except I didn't, you know, there's so much rich material that you can mine. So many things have changed since 1972. Um, but they they decided not to go with any of that kind of stuff. They they're just going with, you know, two people who, well, one person who's fallen out of love with the other person, 
And like I said, I don't have anything to compare it to because I did not watch the original, but it's just really slow. And I'm sure, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm not in a position to criticize anybody. I think it's great that they have a show on. Whoever created this and put this out there, that is brave. I just didn't understand. I didn't expect it to be so talky. And uh, she's awesome. Um, I didn't understand the man's reaction. And, and get listen, I get it. I've been given notes that were terrible on my scripts. You know, um, this isn't a real reaction. I get that. Um, I understand that people have the right to write what they want and put it on the way they want to. I just didn't understand how the man could just be told that the marriage was over and she was leaving in the morning and he just, I mean, he didn't even really seem to get angry. It was weird for me. And I don't, and if, if they're trying to say that's why she didn't feel any spark with him anymore. I get it because I was looking at him like, what, what the hell? She's just blowing up your life in one night. And you're just sort of like still wanting to hold her. And I, I don't know any man with any kind of pride like that. And I've dated some sensitive dudes, you know, I have, but I can't see them not getting angry at me at some point when I'm saying the most mean and selfish stuff in the world, you know, there and and there's a point where somebody just has to walk out you know somebody has to play the nuclear option and in my mind and obviously not in this particular story so it was i probably can't watch any more episodes but and i don't understand and i caught the first two and then there's a black character her friend and her friend kisses her in a moment where you know I mean, I didn't think anything about it except because I, I just kind of dipped into I'm like, what am I watching? And then so her friend is upset and she kisses her. The black friend kisses her. But her reaction to it was so weird. And I'm like, do they kiss all the time? Is she shocked by this? What's what's happening? And then it never comes up again. At least I didn't see it. And I probably won't because I can't see myself sitting through any more of those episodes. But, you know, kudos to HBO because they always take a shot. HBO shoots their shot. I personally, that just did not click with me. I didn't love White Lotus, but I watched it. Um, I haven't had seen a home run since I May Destroy You. If you get a chance to watch I May Destroy You, it's heavy, it's hardcore, but it's very, very, very well done. Um, I really enjoyed the documentaries I've seen this year on HBO, but the series, mm, I'm waiting on something else, but they never let me down for too long. So they're also rerunning The Sopranos, which makes me happy because I need to rewatch that. And it's just in time for that movie that's coming out. And I didn't know that creepy kid was uh, Tony Soprano's real life son or James Gandolfini's real life son. He was the creepy kid on The Deuce. Yeah, so very cool. All right, that is it for me today. Uh, Again, decide to decide. That's important. Nothing, you haven't taken action if you haven't made a decision and done something. You have to really do something. And I think sometimes we all, you know, talk a good game about what we want to do, and then we never do it. And that's a choice. And when you choose inaction, you know, it doesn't help your cause, basically. 
And that's not what we're building here. The Mad Love community is all about action. I know more people starting businesses over 50, more women starting businesses over 50. Um, Entrepreneurs writing books, doing all kinds of cool things, buying rental properties. Um, You know, let's just let's just keep going, keep pushing ourselves to be our very best. You could very well live another 50 years. So don't tire out now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hope you have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. I'll be back tomorrow, but talk soon. Be your best.